Fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you. Thank you for joining us this Monday. It's the 14th of March 2022. Uh, it's platform uh, this uh, Monday morning. Uh, great to know you're there uh, joining the program uh, this uh, morning. I definitely go with the song Yuri uh, kicks out in things uh, this uh, morning. Well, uh, this, uh, it's a brand new working week uh, because expectedly uh, there are quite a lot of things to look out for and um, there are quite a number of things to get into uh, this morning already. Uh, the Association of uh, the Academic Staff Union you know, of Universities, ASU, uh, they are about now concluding their meeting as far as uh, what they should do concerning their uh, one in strike. I uh, remember that uh, that uh, one month is expiring today, the 14th of March, although there are a lot of reports out there already uh, saying as well as uh, made a decision as to the continuation of the strike. Uh, there's no official statement yet from us as far as I know, uh, but uh, that will most likely be coming this morning and we'll be getting into all of that this morning on the program. But there are quite a number of other updates uh, to get into this morning as well. Good morning to you. Welcome to Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM. Fresh 107.9 FM Alberta. Today, Monday, the 14th of February, uh, 2022. Wally Bakar is my name. Great to know you're there uh, joining the program this uh, morning. Uh, to kick start things, uh, let's uh, bring you up to speed about uh, some of the updates uh, from uh, Ukraine, uh, where the Russian invasion continues. Uh, there are quite a number of reports out there as far as uh, the latest updates as regards uh, the situation there is concerned. Well, first off, uh, the 31 more Nigerians have uh, returned into the country. Uh, the Nigerians uh, were trapped in uh, Ukraine. Uh, they returned to the country this morning uh, via Romania. Uh, 31 of them uh, in all are uh, returning because uh, 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 they... Uh, make it the seventh batch of Nigerian evacuees from Ukraine uh, that had arrived the country. They arrived aboard a Turkish airline and were airlifted from Romania, where they had fled the war uh, in Ukraine. In Ukraine, rather, uh, the evacuees, numbering 31, arrived at 6:30 a.m. and were received by officials of the Federal Ministry of Foreign Affairs, as well as the Nigeria in Diaspora Commission (NITCOM) and the Refugee Commission. This is the second set of evacuees from Romania 
following the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which has left uh, many uh, displaced. Uh, well, uh, however, unlike the previous batches of returnees uh, that arrived via chartered flight, the 31 Everquiz arrived on a commercial flight. Um, the Director of uh, Consular and Legal Service Department, Minister of Foreign Affairs, Mr. Balaji Akiremi, uh, was on hand to receive uh, the returnees and um, he did have some words for them uh, this morning talking about their education and the worry as regards how they will continue their education, saying uh, there are conversations going on between you know, the federal government and schools in Ukraine because uh, uh, some other talks uh, with some other countries. Let's take a listen to him uh, very swiftly. Uh, this uh, morning. We don't want you to be depressive, neither do we want you to be agitated. Some of you will be concerned about your education. How do we continue? I would like to assure you that the federal government is in negotiation with neighboring countries to ensure that you can further your education. Also, your schools are reaching out to us for the possibility of online study. But whatever happens, you will not lose any year. Therefore, concerning your education, be rest assured. What we will need from you now is proper documentation. We have your name here, but please ensure that the telephone number and the emails are correct, because that's the way we can reach you. Government has made provision for a support that can take you home so you'll be giving a hundred dollar each please if you are not a student or a returnee from ukraine don't collect the hundred dollar it is meant for that purpose after that you'll be free to go to your respective homes already you have done your COVID test and i pray that it turns you know right negative whatever happens if it turns positive, we will communicate with you so that you can go for treatment in any of government hospital. You know, COVID is a deadly uh, disease or virus. So we are happy to have you. Uh, you probably have questions. There are hotlines that you can reach us. And I'm sure that you know that this arrangement is put together on behalf of federal government by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs Minister of Humanitarian Affairs, under which there are three agencies that are participating. NEMA, which is National Emergency Management Agency. NAPTIC, which is against human trafficking. And finally, the Refugee Commission. Mr. Balaji Akaremi, who is the Director of Consular Legal Service Department, uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs, uh, speaking to the 31 Everquiz, who just returned uh, to the country from Ukraine via Romania uh, this uh, morning, uh, giving updates as regards plans by the federal government for them, $100. And um, <laughs> the... Uh, just to make sure that uh, they do not worry about the state of their education, which has been um, put on hold because of the Russian invasion of uh, Ukraine. Because uh, there are quite a number of updates uh, from the last weekend. Uh, over the weekend, we did hear that a U.S. journalist was shot dead in Ipin, uh, becoming the first foreign reporter killed since Russia's invasion. Uh, papers found on the reporter's body identify him as a 50-year-old video documentary maker, Brent Reynard, 
case um, that uh, came out uh, over the weekend. Although, uh, Russia and Ukraine representatives, uh, they've resumed talks in a bid to end the more than two weeks of fighting. Uh, both sides said there had been progress during weekend negotiations, but the Russian assault continues with a block of flats and a factory shelled in Kiev. Uh, the UK, uh, they say that Russian naval forces have cut Ukraine off from maritime trade by controlling its Black Sea coast. Uh, we also... Uh, heard that uh, Russia, uh, there are reports uh, that uh, Russia has asked China for military help and aid in evading sanctions. Uh, this is according to U.S. officials. Uh, China, by the way, uh, they say that uh, uh, they, uh, they've called uh, the assertions that Russia has asked for their help as disinformation, uh, saying that they are not aware of uh, such a request. Uh, the U.S., by the way, uh, they've warned China of consequences uh, if it goes ahead uh, to help Russia uh, in uh, its uh, invasion of uh, Ukraine and uh, so just to help it in any way, whether to evade economic sanctions or assist it uh, in avoiding the effects of the economic sanctions and all of it. Well, uh, those are some of the updates. Uh, Russia's finance minister is accused foreign countries of wanting to force Russia into an artificial default through sanctions. In a statement, Finance Minister Anton Siluanov said the freezing of foreign currency accounts of the Bank of Russia and the Russian government can be regarded as the desire of a number of foreign countries to organize an artificial default that has no real economic ground. Several Russian banks have been banned from the SWIFT international payment system, among other sanctions, in response to the invasion of uh, Ukraine. Well, we'll, of course, uh, continue to give you updates uh, as we have them as far as the Russia, uh, the Ukrainian invasion uh, by Russia is uh, concerned. Uh, they say more than 1.75 million people have fled Ukraine to Poland since the war began. That's according to the Polish Border Guard Agency. According to them, not all of those refugees are thought to be currently in Poland. Uh, the vice rector, research at the Warsaw University, um, Siek Duszyski, um, estimates that about 1 million refugees remain in Poland and the rest have already left for other countries. On Sunday alone, 82,100 people crossed the border. Uh, that's according to a tweet uh, by the uh, Border Guard Agency. Uh, that number is up from 79,800 on Saturday. As of uh, very early this morning, 18,400 had crossed uh, the border. Because as I mentioned, uh, the um, the representative of the uh, Ministry of Foreign Affairs who spoke uh, with uh, the um, 31 who returned from uh, Romania uh, early this morning, uh, gave them assurances about the continuation of their education, uh, saying there are discussions going on between the federal government and the various schools in Ukraine about the possibility of online classes and of course uh, a lot of other 
plans are uh, being looked at uh, just to make sure that they do not uh, lose ground on their studies uh, what, whatsoever. Uh, well, uh, unfortunately, uh, same assurances cannot be given to Nigerian students or Nigerian university students uh, who are at home as well uh, because uh, the academic staff of universities are to on strike. Remember that they embarked on a month warning strike on the 14th of February. Naturally, uh, that uh, will expire today. Uh, but they started a meeting yesterday, uh, and um, the expectation is at the end of the meeting, uh, they will be making a pronouncement as to what their decision is, considering they continue to say uh, that the federal government have, hasn't made any moves as regards um, as regards uh, delivering on some of the promises or the agreements uh, that they've reached uh, over time. Although uh, there are some reports are suggesting that ASU might have made up their minds to continue the strike already. In fact, uh, some reports are saying uh, that uh, the uh, lecturers have decided to extend the strike by another two months, although there's been no official announcement from ASU. A lot of reports are crediting uh, various um, sources, and um, you know many of them are just, um, uh, you know, just um, to some extent, uh, you know, giving credence to the fears of a lot of students and uh, parents, and of course Nigerians in general, uh, will look at the situation and wonder uh, what will come out of uh, that meeting uh, between uh, the, you know, the lecturers, or among the lecturers. Well, as far as uh, the meeting uh, between the lecturers and the federal government is concerned, uh, the federal government, they say that they won't make any gunpoint negotiations with the uh, striking lecturers uh, the uh, spokesperson for the Ministry of Education, Mr. Ben Gong, was speaking during the weekend, uh, saying that uh, what the federal government is hoping for uh, is that ASU would call off their strike and then um, let's see uh, what will come out of the negotiations that they will be having. According to him, uh, he said that um, uh, the federal government will not be entering into an agreement with the academic staff you know, universities under duress, uh, likening the situation of um, negotiating while uh, on strike as, uh, to put in the, as to having negotiations at gunpoint. And he's saying that uh, the proper thing or the best thing for us to do uh, is to call off the strike and uh, begin to negotiate uh, with uh, the federal government and uh, they will see how things will go. Uh, but uh, for us, uh, you'd understand that really isn't something they would love to hear, considering uh, that they've uh, constantly spoken about the federal government's refusal and uh, lack of will uh, to accede uh, to their demands. In fact, they say uh, that uh, strike is the only language that the federal government understands, uh, although that's a position uh, that has been held over time by various unions. And um, incidentally, uh, there's the talks about the uh, University Transparency and Accountability Solution, that's the UTAS, developed by ASU, which they say is ready to replace the integrated payroll and personal information system for the payment of university lecturers. Uh, the Director General of the National Information Technology Development Agency, Mr. Kashifu Inua, was speaking after the Federal Executive Council meeting last week, saying that UTAS has failed integrity tests. Uh, ASU, by the way, in a statement on Sunday, accused Mr. Inua of deliberately misinforming the public uh, they invited the Minister of Communication and Digital Economy, Mr. Isa Pentami, as well as uh, the NITDA boss, to a public debate over the integrity 
of uh, UTAS. Uh, those are some of uh, the uh, things uh, that uh, went down over the weekend. This morning, uh, we will find out uh, what the decision of ASU will be as far as uh, the strike uh, is concerned. The reports say uh, that they've decided to extend by eight weeks. How true that is, we will find out. Many of uh, the reports are already saying uh, that uh, they've extended. Some are saying they will extend. Uh, some are saying that um, sources within the meeting uh, going on uh, in Abuja uh, suggest, or have suggested uh, that um, the lecturers will extend uh, their uh, industrial action. Uh, they are meeting at the University of Abuja. The meeting started yesterday. Uh, the expectation is that it will conclude this morning or later today and we'll get updates uh, from them as regards uh, the uh, latest, whether the strike will be put on hold or whether it will continue. This platform this morning, we'll get to talk more about this in a minute. Please don't go anywhere. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest.
thank you for staying with us. It's Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkata today, Monday, the 14th of March, 2022. Uh, well, let's uh, just before we uh, get to focus on the situation at the university and uh, while we await the updates from the academic staff you know, of universities, I should uh, very quickly uh, mention uh, that the Manufacturers Association of Nigeria, they are seeking urgent intervention from the federal government to support the production of goods as diesel price in the country, it's 720 naira per litre. Uh, the chairman, man, Larry Pupola, uh, the Oyo Oshunwekiti Anundo branches, stated this uh, in Ibado on Sunday while speaking on the increase of prices of petroleum products and lack of power supply. In his words, it is a difficult thing ensuring production at this time as diesel has gone up to between 720 naira and 730 naira per litre. It is getting extremely difficult to produce and I don't know how we're going to cope because 70% of industries are running on diesel there is no light. There's no power supply. We're having 30% of what it used to be, whereas the disposable income of people is not increasing and the cost of products are going up. Even in my factory now, we're only running one shift instead of three shifts of eight hours each. Other businesses are also running limited hours on diesel as they cannot afford the use of generators all day, he said. Well, uh, we know what has been happening with uh, the price of diesel in the last couple of days is uh, continuing to go up astronomically. Uh, there's no telling. Uh, what could happen in the coming days, uh, whether we're talking about diesel well over a thousand naira, uh, because if you judge by the rate, it continues to go up day in day out, uh, then you really never can tell uh, what will happen in the next days. So quite a number of things have been blamed for it, because at the moment there's uh, the uh, global crude situation, uh, of course, exacerbated by the Russia-Ukraine crisis. But uh, some would look at our Nigeria's problem and typically say it is... Um, you know, the fallout of things that we failed to do uh, over the past years. Uh, the uh, situation with the premium motor spirit also still uh, very much there. Uh, uh, folks are getting uh, petrol at uh, very high prices compared to what it used to be many weeks back. Uh, but fortunately, uh, it's just the situation uh, that a lot of Nigerians have found themselves. Uh, the former uh, governor of Kwara and the former Senate President Bukola Saraki was speaking on a TV program yesterday and he faulted the federal government's claims that the country is consuming over, over 70 million litres of fuel. He disputed the claims uh, while addressing the issue of fuel scarcity and the suffering brought upon Nigerians. Uh, he spoke about how in 2011 he moved the motion on uh, the talks at that time as regards uh, the fact that Nigeria was consuming 30 to 35 million litres a day and said that at that time it was a lot. Uh, Mr. Saraki believes that even at the moment, the country shouldn't be consuming more than 35 to 40 million bar, 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 liters a day, uh, saying that the vast majority of uh, the others are being taken outside the country uh, or are being uh, smuggled out of the country. I saw the queues and I was really moved to see how the pain, the, the, the frustration that uh, people were going through uh, because of the queues. It, it didn't need to be like this, honestly. Does, totally doesn't need to be like this. Is there something we could have done differently? Definitely. Yes, it's, when I think about this, maybe because, as you say, I moved this motion 2011, I'm very, there's anger in when I think about it. If you remember in 2011 when I moved that motion, we're talking about then that we're consuming 30 to 35 million liters a day and we said at that time that that was even too much we took steps and made recommendation following my motion 
and the then government under the Ministry of Finance, then it was Ngozi Kujawala, took certain steps that resulted in government seeing reduction in subsidy by about $500 million. Now today to say we're going to be spending $3 trillion is, is, is already, definitely is not adding up. It's how, it's how can anybody see Nigerians go through this? Now I'm told that we consume 70 million liters here. It's not possible. We cannot be consuming more than 30 to 45 million liters. There is no doubt that those liters of fuel are going across the border. And, well, and government is turning a blind eye. It's not possible. Well, he sounded quite confident, the former Senate President, uh, Abakabukola Saraki, speaking on the talks about the country consuming 70 million litres of fuel on a daily basis. Well, I would um, just continue to hope that the fuel situation abates uh, very, very uh, soon rather than later and that... Um, you know, we'll begin to have a better time because at, at the end of the day, uh, you know, you just, Nigerians really can't deal with more difficulties. It's quite a number of things that are tough already. Well, uh, the situation uh, that we're following this morning with the Academic Staff Union of Universities, ASU, which of course uh, is uh, the uh, focus uh, this uh, morning, I did say that uh, the one-month industrial action embarked upon by the lecturers uh, will expire today and so many are waiting to find out what the uh, situation will be. A lot of students and stakeholders in the education sector are eagerly waiting for the next step by ASU as uh, their one-month uh, strike ends today. The National Executive Council of the Union are meeting at the National Secretariat of, uh, of uh, the body uh, at the University of Abuja and they're expected to make an official statement later uh, in the day. Although uh, there's been no statement made by ASU Reports suggest that the union may likely extend the industrial action. Some reports say that the extension will be by eight weeks. That's two months. Now, on Sunday, the union said it was angered by the federal government's claim that the University Transparency and Accountability Solution, Utah, has developed to replace the Integrated Personnel Payroll Information System, IPPIS, did not pass tests. Uh, the, uh, the union said that, I quote, in a curious twist of submission, the NIDA technical team after conducting a comprehensive functionality test, came out to say that out of 687 test cases, 529 cases were satisfactory. One of the six cases queried and two cases were cautioned. Taking this report on its face value, the percentage score is 77%. The question that arises from this is, can 77% in any known fair evaluation system be categorized as failure? They ask. Well, uh, the um, NITDA boss uh, did uh, make the revelation about the UTAS after the Federal Executive Council meeting last week. And, um, you know, it was quite interesting that there were no immediate reactions from ASU, although many had thought that that was going to generate some reactions from ASU, especially considering uh, that ASU has consistently uh, maintained the position uh, that uh, their uh, system, that's Utah's, 
uh, was uh, very capable of replacing the IPPI as we defaulted uh, for so many reasons. Uh, there's uh, the other angle of uh, the other unions in the university, the NASU, the SANU. Uh, they've um, at one point as well spoken about their own uh, system that they say is very capable of replacing IPPIs as well. Uh, they've also spoken about agreements that government have failed to live up to or failed to deliver upon, also talking about a possible industrial action. But at the moment, the reason uh, the students are home uh, is because of uh, the academic staff you know, of universities, uh, the, the, the weight is on as regards you know, what will happen. In- interestingly, uh, while we await the official statement or report from them, uh, there is uh, the... Uh, across various campuses because uh, some of the messages that I've gotten uh, this morning are from uh, a lot of uh, students. Uh, in fact, some student body leaders have also uh, you know, spoken to me this morning saying uh, that as far as the students are concerned, uh, they, uh, uh, they have made up their minds uh, that they will be at home for some more days uh, due to the extension of uh, the strike by us, so even though there's been no official statement across the campuses, uh, what is going around or what has gone around as to what to happen or what to expect. Remember uh, that um, last month, before ASU declared that warning strike, uh, that report had uh, gotten viral some uh, hours or some hours to the time. Uh, they had said that uh, the report emanated from some fake ASU website or some fake website at all. Uh, but then uh, eventually the report turned out to be right as Asu did indeed uh, go on that uh, warning strike. Uh, with these reports uh, that have gone round, uh, saying sources within the meeting in Abuja are saying uh, that Asu will be extending their strike by two months. Uh, are those reports anything to go by? Uh, that remains uh, the big question. No official statement from Asu, but you'd expect uh, that something official uh, will be coming up. Uh, in uh, the next couple of hours, uh, if not um, sooner uh, than that. So many Nigerians waiting on us, waiting to find out what their decision will be. Uh, you can be a part of the conversation this morning on the program. The numbers are 0815 or 818 Zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Those are all the numbers to call to talk to us this morning. Our focus, of course, uh, is uh, regarding the situation in the universities as the wait continues as to uh, what the decision of the academic staff of universities also will be. Uh, they're in a meeting uh, at the University of Abuja expected to conclude today or this morning. And uh, we'll be waiting to get the official statement as to what they will be doing uh, as uh, the expiration of uh, their one month one instruct is just a couple of hours away. Hello, good morning to you. Hello, good morning, good Mr. Wale. Good morning, sir. Yeah, well done. Yeah, my name is Bolan Golan from Shagawili. Yeah, I want to have my take on the uh, ASU meeting or they're about, or either they are stopping today or they are proceeding. You understand? I want to have a piece of world with ASU. This country that we have. Nigeria. The parliament that the one that they have done, I'm sure that they are still to collect that money. That money aside. 
And the second sense is this. This is the truth of the matter. Are, the, the students, they are languishing at home. It will get to a stage whereby we will get uh, this employee segment, uh, I mean, uh, work uh, workforce, that will say, okay, our graduates are not good. Uh, they are not uh, this. They are not that. These are the courses. Uh, see a graduate, you cannot speak very well. You can't speak good, good English. These are the courses. If they didn't know, they should know. Either good or bad, the person in question, which is the minister of uh, whatever, you call himself, uh, Dr. Ingege, is fighting for presidency. That kind of person, is he going to have time for all those things? Uh, he said Take he has not made up his mind. I, say something. No, he said he hasn't made up his mind as to. Uh, so, the fact remains that they should just consider one thing that we are preaching to them. The students, they are rotting at home, languishing, don't nothing to write home about about the kids. They should put those kids into consideration. Forget about the government. These women are going already. They are living already. They are almost gone. So what is the threat? They should think of that's my own advice for them. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Interesting. 0815-432-1079 or 0818-111-1079. Remember, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com uh, forward slash FreshFM Live. Uh, that's how you join us. You can watch, uh, share the videos, drop your contributions as well. At FreshFM, I built on Twitter. There's also another avenue for you uh, to drop your contributions and be a part of the program. Uh, this uh, morning. Okay, so we'll get to some of your thoughts of our social media in a minute, uh, but we'll take a pause. Uh, when we return, we will uh, continue to uh, talk to you via the phone lines and take some of your thoughts uh, in a bit. Please don't go anywhere. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest.
Thank you for staying with us. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkuta uh, this Monday morning, the 14th of March, 2022. About 15 minutes before we wrap things up this morning to uh, still ample time to uh, get some thoughts uh, from you. Uh, the focus this morning uh, is uh, the talks about the uh, academic staff you know, of universities and the situation, uh, the strike uh, that they've embarked upon. Remember that uh, the one-month uh, warning strike is set to expire today and uh, so many Nigerians are waiting to find out what the next line of action will be from the lecturer as they've started a meeting uh, at the University of Abuja yesterday. Uh, the meeting expected to conclude today and uh, then there will be an update from ASU as regards uh, what their next line of action is. The federal government, by the way, they uh, say that they would uh, not negotiate uh, with a gun to their head, will not negotiate on the duress, asking us to call off the strike and then come back to the table. I uh, remember that uh, the federal government had uh, set up a negotiation committee uh, to look at the agreement with ASU. Uh, that negotiation committee because was inaugurated um, last week. Asu, uh, they've uh, looked at that decision. I just wondered how it is uh, that uh, we're just uh, renegotiating what was negotiated many, many years ago. Uh, they believe uh, the renegotiation team has been given three months. Uh, the Asu chairman in Lagos, uh, the Lagos, uh, the University of Lagos, Union, like at that time, was speaking to newsmen saying, well, uh, students should know uh, that it will be the fault of government if they stay at home uh, for another uh, three months. Uh, according to some of the reports that are flying around, ASU appears uh, like they will be extending the uh, industrial action. Some reports suggesting uh, that the industrial action might be extended for another eight weeks. We'll wait for an official statement, but uh, there is uh, the fear and anxiety uh, in many students, stakeholders, parents, a lot of others uh, will have uh, one uh, or two businesses uh, at the universities, whether they're schooling or they have their kids there or you know, Nigerians, we just look at it and say uh, it's a bad situation uh, for the country. The numbers to call uh, to talk to us this morning are 0815 or 1079. Those are the numbers. Remember, Facebook, we're live there, facebook.com forward slash FreshFM Live. Uh, you can watch us live, share the videos, drop your contributions. Twitter at FreshFM Abelkota uh, is uh, the avenue to drop your messages uh, this morning. platform on Fresh FM. Thank you for staying with us. At Apakun Water for Life on Twitter, I said before 2015, I personally thought President Muhammad Bari would be the Messiah we all needed. How can you allow Asu to be going through this rigorous situation 
as a man of integrity. Your minister even walked out of a meeting with students, yet no sanction. Which sector uh, will this government get right? Uh, he asks. Uh, well, um, the... Uh, the lot of uh, your reactions that came in earlier this morning that we didn't get to mention, we'll definitely get to them uh, as, as regards uh, the ASU situation. Uh, someone, okay, uh, okay at um, Olade John, Twitter says, federal government saying ASU strike is like a going pointed to its head to make a decision is the height of deceit from government. I'm sure the strike was not decided on in a single meeting. What were they thinking or doing before the strike? That's a very interesting point. Because, uh, uh, well, I don't know whether, just to answer your question, the uh, ministers, uh, the Minister of Labour, even uh, even the, the Minister of Education particularly said after a Federal Executive Council meeting that, you know, he was surprised that ASU went on strike. I suggest saying he didn't even know, uh, you know, that uh, there'd been a breakdown in negotiations and all of that. So, uh, I think that was the Minister of Labour that said that. So, maybe uh, one can say that the government has already answered your question saying they didn't know, you know at that time uh, when there were conversations ahead of uh, the industrial action that was embarked upon by ASU. Hello, good morning. Call us again, 0815 432-1079, 0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers for you to talk to us this morning. Remember, uh, if you have any just talking to us via phone lines, uh, Facebook is there, facebook.com forward slash FreshFM Live. That's an option. At FreshFM, our is on Twitter is also another option to for you to talk to us. Good morning. Well, keep trying. All right. uh, hopefully, the uh, phone lines will connect in the next um, couple of minutes before we wrap things up. But uh, like I said, you can uh, use uh, some of uh, the other options, Facebook and Twitter. We did mention some of your messages uh, via those avenue uh, just now. Well, uh, the, just, uh, the, the, the as, as I pointed out earlier, uh, virtually everyone is waiting for the ASO decision and uh, we'll be keen to find out uh, what it will be. Uh, just uh, because you, you cannot begin to imagine the frustration for students. Incidentally, I was uh, told uh, that, uh, you know, I think uh, the in some schools where examinations were ongoing, uh, whether at undergraduate or postgraduate level, uh, some of them had um, reached out to their students to return to school uh, for the exam with the hope uh, that uh, the industrial action will be uh, suspended after the meeting uh, at the University of Abuja but uh, from some of the students uh, that have gone back to some of the things that we're hearing from students, it appears uh, that um, even they have gotten word of uh, the plans uh, by the lecturers and um, some of these plans are being reported. We don't know how true they are though, uh, but I'm sure like I said earlier that there will be uh, some information from uh, the lecturers uh, this morning also in a couple of hours just to uh, give us a full idea of uh, what's going on and uh, what will be happening 
uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, the reports are suggesting that they might be extending uh, the industrial action for another eight weeks. We'd have to uh, wait and see and find out how true that is. Uh, fortunately, what we I did uh, send a message to get some official information uh, from uh, the ASU leadership uh, that uh, hasn't uh, yielded any results. Uh, you don't understand uh, the meeting just um, holding or wrapping up as it, uh, as, uh, it appears. Uh, but uh, we will uh, definitely bring you up to speed as regards uh, what the official position of uh, the striking academic staff in university uh, lecturers uh, is uh, concerned. message on Twitter by as additional info said, the more the people are educated, the easier it is to lead them. The government or many other Nigerian leaders don't know this. They awkwardly, they awkwardly think the more the educated people, the harder it is to lead them. Imagine the identity uh, this ASO strike has given Nigeria over time. Uh, I remember I was uh, listening to a commentator who, had, uh, who chronicled the number of times uh, that ASU has uh, gone on strike in the since 1999 he had the number of years and you know he was pointing out how you know all of these uh, industrial actions or these strikes have not necessarily yielded the results uh, that the lecturers want saying maybe there is it it is time for them to uh, you know begin to look at other ways of um, you know exploring or attending to the matter uh, that uh, we have at our universities but uh, for a lot of the union leaders, uh, not just ASU, uh, they will tell you that uh, over the years, uh, the Nigerian government have uh, proven uh, not to understand any other language than strike. Uh, that they've proven uh, not to necessarily uh, give in uh, until um, you know they go on strike. I remember I got a message. Uh, well, I'll just read it I'll just quickly as a look for it. Uh, that message said, Dear Ali Bakari, uh, says, ASU should please change its strategy and spare us these narratives. We're tired as a nation. Leaders don't blame conditions for failures, they create one conducive for their success. No nation has developed outside the, its ivory towers, they incubate the future. Nigerians want to see less of the political party called ASU that has turned itself into the opposition, want to hear and see more of association of nuclear scientists with inventions. That's what the reality of our time. We want to see more of microbiologists giving us hope of a better future. We want to see more of the best from our ivory towers, not us who honestly were tired of them. Most of us in our 50s today were once your victims, now our children too are your hapless victims. Please change your narrative. I ask, what's the budgets of universities in advanced countries? Some have budgets that are bigger than the states. Why do you want to kill the Nigerian state and blame it for failure of the ivory towers and not your indolence and political brigandage? I hope they realize that whatever is happening today with our polity is from their cesspit of past failure. Uh, that was a message someone had sent to me about the actual situation. But, you know, uh, there's a lot of ways to look at it. 
as far as this situation is concerned, uh, while you can't say that empirical evidence uh, might support the argument that uh, despite the many years of industrial actions, uh, that has not necessarily improved the situation in our universities, there are some that would also look at it and say, well, maybe not as much as you want. There's been some funding that's gone to universities. There's been some investments that have gone to universities, and this would not have been. Uh, if not for the industrial actions and backed upon by the union, saying that government uh, would probably have just left things alone uh, to be the way they are. So there are just a lot of ways uh, to look at it. Hello, good morning. Please turn on the volume on your radio. Yeah, good morning. Hello. Well, yes, you are for now. We're struggling a bit. What's your name? Where are you calling from? All right. I will sit on, on the top of my phone. Mm. This one, I'm calling from now. All right, talk to us quickly, please. I think the issue of uh, housing strike and uh, their agreement with the federal government, both of them, uh, you, I used to say they don't have the interest of the money. The interest of the student. Uh, all the, the bulk of the game is to the federal government. But that also cannot be exonerated. Are they the only body in Nigeria? If they have the, the, and this issue, I learned that it has been on in 20, 2009. And the federal government has unable to implement it. That means they also, they, they are something, maybe they are, their approach will not be that, will not be, maybe they don't know how to lobby. They should come down from their houses. There is element of pride in the way they are handling things. Federal government is not ready to do, to do the federal government is reluctant to implement the agreement. And also, also is, 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 so how this is, I look at it from that angle. Except also, they, they, they put away the professorship and the doctorship they, they all had and come to the level that this is our employer. They, are, they don't see the federal government as their, as their employer. And the federal government itself that they doesn't want to do anything. If you know that if you are dealing with somebody that is allowed to do something to, to help you, if there is a way you need to lobby. So the element of lobbying is not there. Asu, maybe because of their attitude, you are, you know, I'm, I'm a member of Asu, as I'm talking to you. Mm. We have agreement, the agreement with the federal government. And federal government has never, they have not, they have never implemented it. So for, for quite a while now, we went back on strike for that lasted for almost two months, or just about. But the federal government has not implemented it. And that does not make us, we are still, we are still working, we are still working. That doesn't make us to go back to, to return to strike again. Also, they should be, they should be, they should find another approach in this case. Thank you very much. Right. Have a wonderful you said, you said, Okay. All right. so, thank you very much. Thank you. Huh. All right. Well, thank, thank you for your contribution. Um, it's quite interesting, the situation we found ourselves. As I said, uh, we'll definitely, um, as quickly as we can, uh, give you updates and uh, uh, the latest information as far as uh, the academics of you know, universities are concerned. Uh, no official statement yet, although the reports are there as to what to expect. But we'll wait and hope uh, for the sake of the students, for the sake of Nigerians, that... Um, you know, the students can get back to school, that the students can get back to their regular activities, and um, hopefully there can be some agreement with government. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Well, apologies. Uh, that, that's been the story this morning. Apologies. Unfortunately, we're gradually uh, running out of time. Let's see whether I can squeeze it. Hello, good morning. 
Good morning, Nicholas. It was in the first time of driving government that white The Minister of Education in Islam that should be in the newsroom. Good luck. And that who have this in time took a resolution and we believe that government is a constitution. Why is it difficult for government to sign this thing and let us move on and make sure our students are safe in their efforts and studies? So the last caller, if you are educated, you are you must have some level of pride. You get those who want them to put their professorship and doctorate. It matters. It matters to their esteem and existentialism. So it, it is their own left to government to use professorship and maybe professorship and fashion. Because it appears and I don't know. Uh, we did struggle to get bulk of your point, but we I think we got the most of it. Apologies. Uh, we got the most of it. Uh, you're talking, you were just um, getting there saying it's, uh, government, it's the job of government to uh, find a way to uh, reach an agreement with us. You know, despite the egos that were mentioned earlier, that's if they exist anyway. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, you also make a very interesting point talking about government being a continuum and how it really doesn't matter. Uh, we signed the agreement. Uh, I think it was a caller who made the very interesting point this morning about the uh, saying that it's been 13 years, between 2009 and this time, and that this government has been in power for virtually half of it so you can't necessarily blame previous government uh, for the agreement uh, what about the renegotiations that have happened over and over about you know the agreement in 2020 that was reached after the strike so uh, it's just uh, quite interesting government says uh, don't put a gun to our head uh, call off the strike then let's come discuss uh, the lecturers will tell you they only listen when we're on strike we'll give you a